Last time on The Incorrigible Party. Finally arriving at the paladin's new encampment in the mountains, Silas takes the party into a cave clearly used by the Niogi. Experiencing the alien creature's way of traveling long distances in a matter of seconds, they also discover strange egg-shaped cocoons with humanoids being kept inside. Quickly cutting to the heart of the matter with Samuel, Shakara demands both eyes of Dendar in exchange for the last pieces of the armor of Kalar, willing to use force if necessary. Oh, what was that you wanted? More adventure? You got it. There's no reason to do that. Hey. Look, we're all trust each other here. And I hand I hand him over the, the chest plate. Shaft! There doesn't, there, let, we don't need to, there doesn't need to be a fight here. Samuel. Let, let's everybody. How long do you need the other eye? It does not matter. Do we need to discuss this in front of everybody? Like, maybe we. The tower only needs to function as long as we're here on the new front line. Then you best make a new New front line. Samuel, so as, as you, as Shaft, as you have pulled out the chess piece and you're handing it to Samuel, you can feel there's a pull on it. Very slight, but but it's almost like this, this magnetism as Samuel takes it from you. And he doesn't don it immediately. I say that one for the, the first die, which is... You do not know what we had to go through to get these for you. What I, personally, had to go through and give up to get this for you. You agreed to retrieve the pieces. You agreed to give me the eyes. You will have them, Shakara. And by extension, Isabella. Samuel, there's matters of urgent concern. I think the four of us would like to meet with you privately, if that's okay. And I look around at everybody. Yes, I, I think that might be a, a better place to discuss all this. We, we just have a few things to discuss, um, you know, in private. He will dismiss Silas, Lance, and Hannigan. Uh, you know, they'll immediately kind of take off. And Thuff the Younger, bye-bye. He kind of looks at the goblin. Who is this? Uh, you probably want to talk to him. Yeah, I, I would like to talk to Samuel first, though, right, Shaft? That's fine. Uh, Duft, uh, can you hang with Horik here for a few minutes? Uh, yeah, okay. He, he's got some great stories. I mean, <laughs> Horik's a, let, let me tell you, he, he'll have you rolling, and, and, and I think you need a good laugh, right? We've been through a lot. <laughs> Horik kind of sighs and will... We'll take stuff. <laughs> so I guess the Horg will take stuff and, and follow Silas and Lance and Hannigan. As, as they leave, I just go to Shaft. We need to get Samuel to visit this god. Yeah, he, he can tell him all about it when we, when yeah, we get to that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, So Samuel, this goblin that we've met, Thuff the Younger, he worships the Niyogi god and calls himself an emissary for this god named... Okay. Have you heard of this god? I have not. 
this god has a body. Um, he's alive. He's never seen him leave the mountains, but he lives in the caves of the Vorgrag Mountains. And, and um, in the heat of battle, protecting this breastplate, Falzerin died. Yes, that is something we can deal with later. Yeah, yes, that's not really I'm just saying, Sammy's yeah, concern. We don't need to burden Samuel with any of that. What we need to tell Samuel is that Thoft can take you to this god, if you so desire. But this god saved Falzerin. Okay, we can deal with that later. You know, I, We I need wonder... to destroy the god, then we don't owe him any favors. <sighs> that's exactly what I didn't want you to say. What? It's the truth. I speak the truth. Thor couldn't save him. I couldn't save him. The Niyogi god saved Falzerin. I, I think what we're getting at here is, Sammy, when you get the, all the stuff together, you can take care of this Niyogi, like you've said from the beginning. Yeah, right? but the Niyogi aren't the problem. If there's a leader, if there's a god that they worship supplying them with power and magic, we need to take that god out now, and Thuff the Younger can take us there. I'm That's growing impatient. That's why I wanted to mention... You need to talk to Thuff the Younger but I just wanted to give you a heads up that he worships this god that's probably supplying the Niyogi with all this power. We need to meet him, and with the armor, you can destroy their god. And with them, save Aspara. Then the last piece, as he puts out a hand. Give us the eyes. I will freely give you one, but I told you, the second is in use. Then give me the one. I look back at Shakara and I sort of give her a, a little wink and put my hand down. I go, yeah, we'll give him, uh, he can temporarily use it, but we're going to get it. Don't do not give him the gauntlets until he gives us the one. Okay, you, as you two are bickering, Samuel has turned to one of his personal guard has, and has sent them off to retrieve die. We're not going to win this fight. I, I nod to you. Samuel, what's the plan for this armor after Aspara saved? Are we going to hide it again? Of Shakara's intent is to bring the eyes immediately to Isabella, as that is what I understand it is. Then assuredly, I will need to use the armor against her. Shakara's not on Izzy's side, right? I don't know. She has come into here, levying nothing but threats, in demand of what I admittedly owe. There's a lot of things going on here. This is, you know, this is a tangled web. And I look back at Shakara again, I go, and I reach into my sack, and I'm going, this is step one. And I pull the gauntlets out. And if I was still a dragonborn, smoke would be curling out of my nose right now. <laughs> I pull out the gauntlets, and I sort of take two steps towards Sammy. I hold them out, and I go, we've held up our end. Give us the one eye. And when you're done with the other one, hopefully soon, we'll be on our way. No need for any violence. I have never stated that I am taking the eyes to Isabella. I've only gleaned that from your actions and your words. That's it. You and I had a deal. You would give me the eyes for the armor. Samuel, I, I, I know perhaps my word isn't worth any more to you than hers, but I would not be in favor of of Isabella becoming any more powerful or having any more access to magic than she already does. I have had a very difficult past with Isabella, and I do believe that Shakara is on our side, if that helps. Thank you, Falzern. 
I will take your counsel into consideration, Faldrin. Faldrin kind of nods. So, a, a very brief tie. Okay, so if Shaft, if you were going to hand the gauntlets, uh, the personal guard uh, that was sent off returns with a, a lead box. And it, it's, it's such a similar or perhaps the identical uh, box in which you had put the amulet of Kalar when you handed it over to Sally. It's a very similar looking box. He hands it off to Samuel. Samuel will take it. He opens it. And this, uh, it's about a fist size blue rock, essentially. It looks like it's made a block of sapphire. And as the lid opens, it, it, immediately blue light spills out from it. You each can feel, as do the Samuel and the paladin and his, his guard, you can feel the effects of it kind of wash over you. And it it, it is a, like a draining effect. It, it almost immediately, like it's trying to sap you of, of something, of, of energy. But he opens it and, and shows it to you, Shikara. We'll close it back up, sealing off the light, and hand you the box. How, how big is the box? The box is probably like it's eight inches long, um, four four wide and four high. Okay, I will put it. I will put it immediate. I will hold it reverently, and stick it in my bag gently. Samuel now has all the pieces of armor. He dons the chest plate, and as he as he adds this fourth piece, he puts it on. the The others begin to almost shine and he slips on one of the gauntlet and finally both and as he dons that last piece that gleam from each of the uh, each piece of the armor intensifies the amulet's center opens and every every sigil and symbol etched into it right that he had manipulated to locate the pieces with the cipher they blaze with a blue light that spreads like a wave across Samuel's body, across every piece of Kalar's armor. Samuel grimaces, gauntlets clench into fists, his muscles flexed, his back arches and his head kind of tilts back as his body lifts off the ground. The light now completely outlines his body. His illumination, it stretches and flows as if casting a shadow in front of him, creating this corporeal naked form of a muscular man with, with long hair, tethered to Samuel by wisps and coils of blue light. Samuel lets out a, a strangled cry as the, the blue form's mouth opens to let out a soundless bellow of its own in, in unison with Samuel twisting its handsome features into an ugly grimace. Lasting only an instant, though, before the blue form and Samuel kind of snap together. Coltis brought to a knee as he lands, hands braced against the ground, breathing heavily. As he stands, the blue outline recedes from his extremities, flowing back towards the amulet. From his hands and his feet and his head, down his arms and legs and neck. The golden shimmer is replaced once more on the boots, the gauntlets, the helm. As that light passes over those pieces, 
and then through sections of his body that the armor does not cover his forearms, upper arms, shoulders, quads, and lower torso, a sapphire crystalline structure of overlapping scale-like plates. They form bridging the gap between the pieces, between the bottom of the helm and the top of the chest plate. The golden sheen returned now to it as well, blue outline completely consumed by the amulet, withdrawn into it as it closes. Samuel's fists relax, his breathing returns to normal, and a blue energy briefly flares from the palms of his hands. The gray coloring of his hair that was visible at, at his temples around the helm, now, now gone. Age lines and, and creases in his brow at the corner of his eyes also gone as he seems to have de-aged a decade, two decades possibly, into a young man once again. Where does this power come from? It comes from the pieces themselves. As he's kind of looking, I did not know what the outcome would be exactly. Now that you got everything, you got all the power, time to go kill some Yogi, right? It is. So, you're going to be moving out? We will. If I can get this entryway functioning once again. You know, Samuel, I was, I was going to mention, actually, perhaps I can use my magic to try and investigate or identify how it works. It, it, it must have some magic of its own. Perhaps I can glean a little bit of how it works and it might help you or or me or, or someone be able to figure it out. Or we could ask Thuft. That, that's true. Perhaps Thuft would know. Bring me this goblin. Samuel. Horik! I wave him over. If... Dendar was to return. You could banish her again on your own. I would try. It was more than just Kalar that did it before. It was. Do you know how it was done? I do not. The details are incredibly sparse. I was hoping a member of the Zelwick line would be able to aid me. Unfortunately, the Zelwick line is no more. Then I suggest our best course of action is to avoid Dendar's return. I am in agreement with you. Despite what you obviously believe. I have no more desire to give these eyes to Isabella than any of you. I believe you, Shakara. What will you do with them, then? I am not sure yet. Maybe we'll put him someplace where nobody can find him. Maybe our Triton friends can do something with them, like they banished my father. Mia, not everybody needs to know every detail of everything that happens. <laughs> Horik! I'm just telling the truth! <laughs> there is telling the truth, and there is just not saying anything. Well, then tell me ahead of time. I don't know what's off limits. Most things. That's not helpful. Well, let, let, uh, let's not. Samuel, I don't want you to get the wrong idea that we are trying to withhold things uh, from you. He holds up a hand to all of you. 
The increase in abilities this armor gives me does not include an increase in my patience. Let me introduce you to Thuff the Younger, uh, emissary to Kozlika. No, quite. Stop. Stop. Oh, that was pretty I'm good. I'm sorry. It... Oh, thanks. Oh. Thanks. That was good? Okay. He he can tell you all about how the, uh, you know, Nyogi and, and this, you know, chamber's like this, and he may be able to help you with this uh, problem you have. Right? Uh, Thuff, the younger, you, you're you smart guy from what I can tell. Uh, I don't know if I'm that smart, though. Uh, Thuff's kind of eyeing the armor. I don't, uh, I don't know. Did you try uh, walking? Walking through it? Is he talking to Samuel? He is talking to Samuel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I take two or three steps back away from Thuff the Younger. <laughs> Samuel walks over to Thuff the Younger and will grab him by the back of his robe. And to Thuff the Younger's credit, Thuff kind of stands up a little taller you know, to meet Samuel, even though Samuel's like six, six himself, right? Six, five, I think he's six, five, uh, looming over him. But he picks him up and takes him to the membrane and kind of pushes him, not entirely gently, against the membrane. Samuel, you just had to ask. We have tried walking through it. As he drops, Thuft. Thuft, are you okay? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I'm fine, I'm fine. I, you know how many times I've done that? He brushes himself off, getting to his feet. You know what might help here is, uh, like, like Mia was saying, maybe if uh, Thuff, the younger, if you take Samuel to to meet Kazagat, he might he has the all the information on how this stuff works. Maybe those two can work it out. I mean, they're both very powerful people. You know, they're far smarter than any of us. I I mean, uh, okay, uh, I don't control these things, you know. No, 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 not at all. You're, you're just an emissary. You're you're going to, uh, you know, put the powerful people together. Let them talk it out. I look up at Samuel, and I go, I mean, will that help? I will converse with your god. If we cannot come to an amenable agreement, the yogi leaving Aspara, then I will have to destroy them. Samuel, again, not everybody needs to know all the details. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta warn us ahead of time. For now, I don't know about you guys, but I am beat. Uh, Thuft the Younger, you don't have any ideas about how this works or how it might, how we could get, you know, the the one back there worked fine. Why doesn't this one work? Uh, well, I mean, I just know that they can, uh, they can shut them off on the other side. Is it a magical uh, means of doing that? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's just like a Nyogi thing. It's like a weird uh, spider thing. So they locked it. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess. That's probably... Yeah, that's spelled it out. Yeah. L-U-K-E. Locked. Yeah. Mm. Luck. No, so no someone who's uh, a magic user like myself and quite good with magic, I might say. <laughs> you might say. Wouldn't be able to wouldn't be able to uh, open it or, or unlock it. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I've never met somebody like you if you want to try it. I mean, the only only thing I know about your power is that you die really good. Oh! <laughs> well, yes. Thank you for noticing. Is Thuff there the younger. a 
resting place nearby. I'm picking up what Shaft's laying down. I, I tell you what, I, I don't know about you guys, but and I look over at Falzer and go, I'm spent. I'm sure you are. This has been a lot. This has been a long day. I mean, I'm assuming you have no spell slots left. I know Mia has nothing. I got two from the ring. Well, what I was thinking is Falzer could ritual cast identify. Um, if you want to, I've got two spell slots from the ring, but what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys hungry? <laughs> I don't know. I'm tempted to use it. Identify doesn't cost me anything, right? Sure, if you want to ritual cast it. Ten minutes of your life. Shafted me. I know we're all very tired, and, and certainly I, perhaps feeling that more than any of us. But I do have some magic that costs me very little to use if I just have a short amount of time. Samuel, do we have about ten minutes? I can I can try and perhaps learn something about this. I just need to study it a little while. Just spend ten minutes studying it and see what you find out. Do what you can, Falzer. Okay, I will try my best. So Falzerin will um, attempt a ritual cast identify. Does he get, like, advantage for being half Neogi now or anything? <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling Bill Falgi around the house as a as a, <laughs> a mixed name. It's either Falgi or Neolzi, but, you know. Neozerin? So you take your <laughs> ten minutes to cast... Uh, identify. And so throughout throughout that 10 minutes, um, Thup the Younger, he, he seems quite curious about the armor of Kalar, right? Uh, he's he's not so subtly, like, staring, essentially, but trying to, you know, if you, Samuel will repeatedly catch him staring at him, and, and Thup the Younger will kind of quickly look away. And... Samuel, uh, yeah, he certainly is, his, his patience is wearing thin, as he's mentioned a number of times. But Samuel himself, too, when, when, he, when the, the first assembly of the armor, right, in, in those first few minutes, it was like he was overcharged. Uh, even just the, the way the armor themselves, the pieces gleamed and, and shimmered. That, as the time progresses, seems to have dulled or, or lessened so almost like imperceptibly but like it's very clear when you're that charged look at that amped up right the first assembly of of pieces that haven't been united in like thousands of years right uh, a very long time he 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 doesn't stand quite as tall right as he did uh, first it's like almost as if like it's literally like starts to weigh on him and, and pulls him down. So he, he kind of constantly, like, correcting himself, taking additional efforts to even, like, function in in the armor. Falzer in your uh, identify uh, goes off, and you don't get any information from identifying. It doesn't, doesn't seem to work like it would on, like you just did on, on the magical items. There's... It's as if you've tried to do it on, like, a, a piece of stone. Does this, uh, I guess during that 10 minutes I'm studying it, uh, the the Identify spell doesn't help me at all, but do I recognize anything about this that I could link back to something I've read in a book, perhaps, or 
learned on my time in Heraklion that I could potentially know something about how this works. This specific mode of transportation and stuff the Younger has described it, you've never read or heard of anything like it. So it's literally like you've tried to identify an inert piece. Like if you had like a normal sword and you had tried to identify a standard uh, like longsword, that's kind of what it's like. There's just nothing for you to, to no insight for you to gain through your arcane ability. There's just, it's, it gives you nothing. Okay. It's as though as I, it's as though I like cast identify on, on the wall adjacent to it. That's correct. Yeah. And now hmm. that may be just because like as Thuff Younger had kind of said, uh, and Shakar elaborated on like, it's literally just been like locked or shut or closed, you know, to use the way a, a door would function, right? That's, that might, that might be it. That might be the reason. Okay. Can I will, uh, I guess I'll, well, I don't know. I probably would have been touching and feeling it while I was casting identify, so never mind. I was going to say I'll reach out and touch it and just see, like. Yeah, with two hands. Reach out and touch someone. <laughs> honk, honk. <laughs> That's how you identify things. <laughs> well, um, Samuel, I, I, it was worth a shot, I guess, but I've, I've tried my best, and my magic doesn't seem to be up to figuring out what's going on here, unfortunately. We've located other cave entrances. Perhaps we can find a functioning way in. We have Thuff the Younger. The god wants to meet with us. By his own admission, he cannot get us through. What use is he? He can sarry. Thuff, do you have other ways to take us there, correct? Uh, well, I mean... we can. We want to go back to the the cave that I, I left. I know that one works. You know, Samuel, I am certainly not at my full potential at the moment. Perhaps after a bit of rest, I, I have other magic that might be able to penetrate this. Agreed. It is late. We cannot mobilize at all in the middle of the night anyways. I must speak with the generals, form a plan now that the armor is assembled. Yes, I think we could, we are quite an effective team, us four. I I think if we are able to rest for the night and mobilize in the morning, we could potentially add quite a bit of aid to your efforts, but not in the state that we're in. Your intention is to join us then? I kind of look around to the other three. Sure. this, This is the threat that we need to deal with. I don't know what the future holds. As of right now, I am here. Once again, you give me reassuring words, Shakara. Have you given me any? Hey, 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 guys, guys, guys. Oh my god, I'm so tired. Yeah, let's, (laughs) Shakara, let's, let's go rest. We are completely spent. My patience wears thin as well. Yes, Shakar, I think we're all very, very tired. We'll be, we'll be more ourselves tomorrow. If you had the eye, we, like we said, we don't know what we're going to do with them, so, like. Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, and I sort of go over to Shakara, like I'm going to reach out and sort of touch her, and then I pull back and don't. (laughs) And go, we can talk about this in the morning. Let's get some shut eye. We're, uh, we're all feeling, you know, ready to go, if you know what I mean. 
Yeah, yeah. Lots can happen tomorrow. I'm enjoying this ring. Sammy's not lied to us yet. As far as we know. And I start to walk away and I sort of shrug my head over at Horik and like, come on, buddy. Yeah. As we like walk back to the room, I'll be like, this this knowledge of like a god thing, that's awesome. Like, there's a weak point maybe we can hit, right? Right, Shaft? Like, so, so I walk away like I know where I'm going and I, as I pass over Silas, I go, hey, where are we going to go sleep? Where? Is there a place for us to go? I'm just following you. <laughs> Silas is outside of the cave uh, as he, you know, he was dismissed, right? But that's for you go down the steps and he's essentially waiting for you um, and can show you t- each two accommodations. Uh, you can each have, have your own, uh, your own tent. While you saw it down at the tower too, like many of the tents were, were far larger. The ones up here, it seems it's much easier to have smaller tents, uh, right? More along the lines of like individual tents to be able to better, you know, build a support for them or less to dig into them to create that level ground. So many of the, the tents and, and the, the storage, even the storage tents up here seem to be like smaller and like scaled down than what was uh, below on the flat, relatively flat, like desert-like uh, terrain. So you can each certainly have, you know, a, a cluster of, of tents, uh, set up for you and you can each have your own sleeping quarters really does somebody want to be still continue to keep an eye on Thufty Younger essentially like Silas is like you've taken the ch- the charge of Thufty Younger right because Silas cause doesn't really want anything to do with him <laughs> like if you inf- insist that you hand him off to Silas Silas will will take him but uh, Silas would have have him bound and gag like you know where Silas stands on that Thuft who would you like to stay with Falzern will look uh, over to Shaft and kind of look between Shaft and Thuft and Shaft. You know, I, I think perhaps we would we would be able to keep an eye on him and, and make sure he doesn't escape. What do you think, Shaft? Oh, that's fine. He can he can uh, sleep next to me. All right, you know, Falzern, if you want to get the tent next to me, and he can stay with you. <laughs> Thuft, who would you like to stay with? Oh, uh, well, thanks for giving me the choice, I guess. Uh, hmm, kind of looks between Shaft and Falzerin and Horik. Kind of gives Horik a dirty look. Or Mia or I. He gives Mia an even dirtier look. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what Maybe the skinny one, as he points to Falzerin. Sleep well, you two. Probably a good choice. I snore pretty loud. Yes, you do. Okay, you can eat bed down for a long rest. Uh, when I get to my tent by myself, I want to pull out the box with the eye in it. Not open it yet, I just want to hold it and see if I can connect to Dendar at all. Like, if I can feel her. You get nothing. And if I open the box a little bit? The light illuminates your tent. And I can remember, like, a, even a crack, it throws... It seems like it throws way more light than it should that just perforates everything and for you that you in the in the cave right you got that same like sapping draining feeling you still get that feeling from the light like you're not you're not immune to it in any way it seems although again you're you are attuned to a cube right so yes i am you are feeling like you can you you're feeling something knowing that you're attuned to a cube immediately like you're not 
you're not racked with levels of exhaustion or because of the cube you don't have to make any of any effects but being exposed to it longer uh and and kind of this close proximity again you feel you feel something you you do feel this this draw from this thing kind of similar to what like shaft would have felt with this armor pulling itself towards samuel and the rest of the pieces like you are pulled to the eye so how far open do you have this box uh, a couple inches not a lot i i want to touch it i want to reach a finger in and touch it do, do any of us see the, the her tit blowing blue? <laughs> <laughs> this girl's like, I'm not going to give him to Izzy, but I'm going to touch it. Falzerin's mostly just concerned with the fact that he's about to wake up with a knife in his chest again. <laughs> oh, my god! After just dying. And a tattoo on your forehead, too. I think I'm going to take Emily off Mike. <laughs> okay. Shakara, as you make contact with it. That draw intensifies. Like almost almost unwittingly the box is open and the eye is in your hand. Like you didn't even think about grabbing it that way, but that's just what has that part of that draw, you just find it now sitting in your palm. And the glow seems to to lessen and in a similar way that that the bl- a blue light kind of washed over Samuel from the amulet like the light does a similar thing to you uh, before kind of fading in into you and you peer you have you peering into the eye you start to see something within it you see swirls of this blue and you do see a, an eye, a giant eye, looking at you. Dendar? It kind of blinks. I, I don't know. I didn't even think this thrill. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> do you know who I am? It's, it's pupils kind of narrow. Do you know who Isabella is? It flares. The people flares. Are you happy with Isabella? As, as, you know, it's only a single eye. Like, it can't even... <laughs> so, emoting, it doesn't have very much options for emoting. Flare once for yes and twice <laughs> <laughs> But as, as, as it is, like, reacting, though, the, the people's dilating, in addition to the, to that, that physical response, you, you do get through that that the waves blew like emotions mostly mostly emotions might not even be right you get you get you get glimpses into thought uh so it's something deeper even than emotion but not not something that you can really express in words but you get you get like destructive tendencies you get uh certainly flares of of, of anger but those feelings come with a, it comes with baggage. I want to say baggage, but it's like these feelings have been all that the entity that you're connecting with, the Dender, has felt and known for so long. You, you that she can't even express 
anything else, even something that may bring her joy, like like her freedom that would inevitably assuredly bring her joy. That's all you get. You just get hatred and you get anger and you get the almost like a um, you start to get a feeling of, of claustrophobia. And when you mention Isabella, some of those lessen as if it, 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 some of it is, is abated. Uh, some of those feelings are, are, are nearly quelled. As in she is happy with Isabella. She's less angry when she thinks about Isabella. Possibly. That could that is an interpretation, yes. I am in possession of one of your eyes here in the world. I may be able to get the other. Would you aid me in destroying Isabella? Holding so holding the eye after your question. Your arm, like, it begins to get heavy. Uh, and in the back of your your mind, you can, like, hear this uh, a rattling, uh, like, a, of chains in addition to these feelings, right? So now you're starting to get, like, auditory senses the longer you connect with the eye. And again, like, that sense of claustrophobia and imprisonment. So when you ask this question of, of Dendar, those feelings start to subside as well. You need your eyes to be freed. They subside more. The, 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 you get the, the inverse of claustrophobia, like the, the, an openness kind of starts to pierce this veil of negative emotion. You aid me. I may be in a position to aid you. You get a resounding blink. <laughs> <laughs> Did not uh, think I was going to get to actually hold the eye. Um, <laughs> there are many I would not want harmed if you return. And there are many... I would like very much to see you destroy. May I contact you again? Again, a, a feeling of openness. I will put the eye back in the box and close it. Doing so, withdrawing, the blue light extinguished from the lead box, contained by the lead, and now your, your hand in which you're holding it, your skin has paled and blackened clearly affected by your exposure to it and you you have suffered a level of exhaustion throughout your brief interaction with Dendar. When I opened the box was there room for the second eye in the same box? Uh, no actually the eyes are, are pretty large. So I would need a second box in order to hold the second eye. That's right. Okay I hope that wasn't a massive mistake. Falzer and you and Thuth the Younger are sharing a tent. Thuft, what on earth? Can't you keep your mouth shut? Haven't I taught you anything over these years? What, 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 what do you mean? It's, it's Thuft the Younger, by the way. I don't know how many times I have to tell you all that. I know it's Thuft the Younger. How could you have told them about my body? What, 
What? What do you mean you're you're <gasps> and he like clasps his mouth like yes is is kind of a, a realization and he kind of takes a tentative step towards you and like looks squints at your face and kind of pulls at your 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 arm a little bit. Oh, oh, crack and he gets down on down on his knees and, and like starts to bow in front of you. Hi, hi, you're here, you're here. What? How? Get up! Stop groveling. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. We need to work together, okay? They already know too much, but I think, I think, we can take advantage of this. They're very smart. They 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 figured out a lot of stuff. Yes, yes, they have, but our plans are not yet undone. Okay, well, I mean, what do we do? Uh, I didn't want to. Uh, uh, you didn't open the 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 the, the membrane portal. No, no, no. I, I think that's too dangerous. That that Samuel. Uh, I don't know if he could get in there. I didn't want to risk it, but I think we have an opportunity. These um, friends of this Falzerin body, this weakling that I'm in, they are very powerful in their own right, and I think we have a brief period of time to perhaps be able to add them to our cause. Oh, I mean, they're not as near as near as powerful as you. No, 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 no nobody is. Naturally, yes, of course. But you've seen Mia and Shakara and Shaft. Oh, is that what their names are? Yes, yes. Oh, I, I never thought to ask. Mia, a connection to Thor, another god. Shakara, a powerful part of a coven and Shaft, well... He's very smart and cunning and also very dangerous in his own right. How do you know all this? Well, I, I have the memories of this weak creature that I'm inhabiting, but I, I need to get back to my body. Before then, though, I, I think if we can get them to split and I can get them alone, I might be able to overpower them. Okay, okay. What, what do you want Dr. Younger to do? Well... I have a couple different ideas. I think perhaps you you might just need to play along. I'm going to continue to pretend that I am this Falzerin, and I think I'm going to convince them that I heard you talking in the night to someone, telepathically perhaps, about another backup body of mine that is hidden, and that might be the bait that I need to get this party to split off with Falzer and get them alone. Oh. You're smart, Krakalaka. Yes, yes I am. Do you understand the plan? I'm going to pretend that me, Falzerin, knows about a second backup body that also could be used and needs to be destroyed and Samuel's going to have to make a decision. He can't go after both of them. And I'm hoping the party will try to take you along with them as sort of a prisoner and a bit of a guide and force you to show them where this second body, wink wink, is. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I can do that. I can do that. Um, there's lots of places they can go. Yes, yes, I, w I want to get them into the tunnels. Okay, 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 somewhere dangerous. Yes, exactly. Um... How about uh, we could do one of the hatcheries, uh, one of the umber hall hatcheries, or uh, where we make where we make that that uh, gross red and brown goose stuff. Um, 
how about uh, maybe down down to, to to like the the where we mine the metals and stuff um or oh, oh well, what about the lava pool where the, where where the ships are oh yes yes i like that idea we throw them in it yes yes you've been a good servant as always stuff the younger well i mean forgetting the recent admission of all of this very valuable information but no, 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 they figured it out on their own i, I didn't tell them anything it's fine. We'll deal with that later. It's, it's fine, Thuff the Younger. Am I the best emissary you ever had? The best, yeah. surely. Yes. Um, so Falzerin, uh kind of almost has like... <laughs> he he knows that Thuff the Younger is, is not all that bright, but he also knows that he needs him. So he kind of has like... He smiles, but there's almost a hint of like malice in this smile that Thuff the Younger wouldn't pick up on. <laughs> yeah, and like the... Thuff the Younger like matches your smile like even even wider, right? He's incredibly happy to get any amount of praise from you. So, the plan is, I'm gonna try and get away from you tomorrow to speak to these other three, uh, where you won't be present, and I'm gonna tell them this little secret that I heard you talking about last night. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll sleep in, yeah. Perfect. But I'm, I, I will actually sleep in, though. I, I'm quite tired. Yes, okay, okay. My wrists still hurt from when they tied me up. All right, well, anything else you can tell me that that is important since we've last spoken? Um. Well, I, I mean, I'm sure you, you could probably look and see, but uh, your, your body's like pretty much done. It looks pretty pretty cool and gross. Um, so once you get in it, it's going to be glorious. Yes, yes, I've been waiting for a long time. Okay. Good night. Good night. So you, you, okay. I'm going to call you, K, when, I refer, <laughs> when we're alone, you and I, Bill, I'm going to call you K instead of having to say cock okay. every time. <laughs> Perfect. That'll be a lot easier for me. <laughs> okay. So K, while you, you are a, a god, you still inhabit a mortal form. So the, the, the Falzern's body from that fight, uh, after you you inhabited it and, and possess it, it's still battered and you still feel the effects of that, right? It's still dulled, I would say, a little bit as as you're there's almost like there's still a, a, a very thin divide between yourself as K and Falzern's body, right? It's not you're not entirely uh, like hundred percent in tune with it. It's almost like you're still you still need to adjust to to using it right and and operating within it, although that is coming very quickly. Again, you have all of his all of Falzern's memories, and you 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 known you can with perfect recall go through past events that has, has happened to him. It's almost it's literally as if you were flipping through like a, a Rolodex or an encyclopedia and just come into a page looking for something. Oh. I need to recall this, you know, micro of a second, you can bring up that memory as if it was happening over again. Like that's the type of access, unfettered access you have to Falzern's mind and body. So his mortal form still does need rest. Uh, So you will need to still take long rests for the abilities that Falzern has access to, his arcane abilities to also recharge. So all that is going to happen uh, all that needs to happen the same way, so you can you can do so. 
And as you as you do, you if if you were Falzerin, you would you know as you drift off into sleep. What happens for you is a little different though, uh, in that once the physical body starts to go through that same process of, of you know hitting up, getting into the REM and then the deep sleep, while a lot of that also happens within the brain, you you can go elsewhere. You inside the body you you don't go to sleep you don't shut down for the night you keep your consciousness keeps going and you you inside it falls and kind of feel restless and you kind of reach out you try to project yourself outside of it very similar to the way you would when, when predominantly your existence was on the astral plane which is where you found falls and pleading for thor that was a section of the astral sea uh, where where the uh, the the city resides, the afterlife essentially, the city of judgment. So much like when you're on that plane and inhabit without a physical form, you can reach out and tap into and through that membrane, that neogi technology, for lack of a better word. But it's like this this it's almost like a biometric system um, that functions partly through arcane means, but Mostly, there's the the innate physical characteristics of it allow signals to to travel great distances across this material. It's, it serves as if it serves as a central nervous system for the Niyogi cave system, of course, which you you do know, and you can reach out and tap into that and essentially listen in on all the signals that are trans are getting transferred constantly from Niyogi on one end of the cave system all the way to the other without having to travel those distances to speak to each other. It's incredibly efficient as far as needing to, you know, you, you, you listen in, you hear mobilization of uh, forces against Paladin and you're getting updates on, you know, how many people they've moved in from like cities like Altenshik and Barrack where you also know that those cities have completely fallen to Niyogi control. So you you can get all of that information, every single bit of information that f- travels through that central nervous system, that webbing system, you can tap into, you can pick up on, you can view audibly and visually through many areas within the cave system as well, like looking in on your body and seeing how that is coming along. Is there a, a specific section you might want to like look in on and see uh, get an update for that's it end of the show thanks for listening but before you go i got a couple of things i want to tell you about uh you can find the encourageable party all over the interwebs you can just go to encourageableparty.com and you can find all the links there while you're there check out the patreon there's some really cool stuff you could do with the patreon like give inspiration to shaft or you can waste it and give it to one of those other mooks. Even worse, you could give it to Leland. Also, you can get access to mini campaigns and other cool stuff that we do. You're automatically entered into all contests. I mean, it's, it's really a great deal. Uh, the Encourageable Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. All ambient sounds and music provided by TabletopAudio.com. Intro and outro music is by Josh Jarvis, and you can email him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com if you need any music stuff. Okay, that's it. Now you can go. Happy adventuring!